This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration's top trade official says environmental policy will play a big role in trade priorities going forward. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai today told a liberal Washington think tank that trade deals can no longer ignore the issue of climate change. For too long, the traditional trade community has resisted the view that trade policy is a legitimate tool in helping to solve the climate crisis. As we have so often with labor issues, there is a certain refuge in arguing that this is all a question of domestic policy and that we need not tackle the daunting task of building international consensus around new rules. But that data line of thinking only perpetuates the chasm that exists between the lived experiences and expectations of real people on the one hand and trade experts on the other. She went further, suggesting this line of thinking is on her shoulders. My job is to bridge that chasm and push for trade reforms that translate into meaningful change in the lives of farmers, ranchers, factory workers, parents, children, not just in the United States, but around the world. Tai also specifically laid out the role of U.S. producers in the discussion. Our farmers and ranchers can lead the world with innovative carbon conservation practices. Secretary Vilsack has proposed ambitious ideas, including expanding the use of covered crops and making carbon capture a mainstream conservation practice. I am eager to work with him to help make these practices the new global standard. Tai said the lack of climate change language in the recently authorized U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement is a glaring omission. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. Updated Senate legislation on carbon sequestration is coming together and could be released soon. Agripulse's Ben Nulli has more. Senate Agriculture Committee Ranking Member John Bozeman says negotiations on Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow's Growing Climate Solutions Act are coming along. Well, we are working with uh, Senator Braun and Senator Stabenow and uh, trying to uh, fine-tune the bill. Uh, We've asked USDA to look at it and give us some technical assistance. So I think we're actually moving in the right direction. The bill is sponsored by Republican Mike Braun of Indiana and Stabenow. It would create a certification program at USDA to help solve technical entry barriers that prevent farmers and forest landowners from participating in carbon credit markets. Bozeman was originally concerned that funding would come out of the farm bill. I think we're in a good place there. Uh, you know, we're, we're still negotiating these things, so I don't want to get ahead of myself, but, but I think I think everyone agrees that we don't want to open the farm bill, so, and yet we want to get it funded, so we're, we're, I think we've uh, maybe found a way to get around that, which is very important. Stabenow confirmed to AgriPulse they're close to working out differences. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, there has been concern that some in rural America might be hesitant to get a coronavirus vaccine, but leaders of the National Pork Producers Council say that's not the case with many of their members. Neil Dirks is NPPC's CEO. He says anecdotally, producers are opting to get the shot. Our producers are used to dealing with animal health, and they understand the importance of vaccines. Now, I'm sure that there are some producers that 
will not want to be vaccinated. But more often than not, when I talk to a producer, I get comments like, well, I just had my second booster or I am getting vaccinated this day. NPPC President-elect Terry Walters says he and many of his fellow producers have been vaccinated. I have yet to talk to a producer that has told me, no, they have no interest in getting vaccinated, that they won't support it. The organization has encouraged employees in the pork value chain to get the vaccine to keep farms and processing facilities up and running. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The current but temporary estate tax exemption of $11 million per person has been helpful to agriculture, but estate taxes still hang heavy over many family farm businesses. Protect the next generation of family farmers by supporting the Death Tax Repeal Act of 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.